to In Football Terms. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Erling Haaland. And today we're talking about a really massive transfer. Um, it happened a while ago, but I think the size of the transfer actually uh, really warrants it, it being analysed in this way. Yeah, 100%. You have a player here with such high market value going to a club that is, is really growing and I think has caught the attention by the media. And I think that's why this is such a big transfer. Yeah, 100%. And Richarlison was a player that moved here. And and he's he's had, you were just telling me before, one prominent transfer in the past. Yeah, and it was, it was really only quick. It was about two-ish months, I think. And it was with a global, global club. And I think that was really the first time we kind of just experimented. Just saw what was out there, really, really enjoyed it, I think, for the first part. And then realised that for him to grow as a, as a player he has to he has to kind of you know call that call that a day and start focusing on on himself yeah that's a really good point and i just want to cut early on now to an interview that was recorded earlier today when when me and you actually ran across some of some of Tottenham Hotspur's closest advisors did the club have a long term interest in in Richarlison um, yeah, I would say the club definitely did. Um, it was a long time coming. Um, but I also feel like um, Richarlison had on and off um, relationships um, with the club and that it was a, um, a mutual long-term interest um, before the um, contract was signed. What was the first time that you thought there was a possibility of this transfer going through? There were constant okay. negotiations that were made over text that um, led to a mutual interest. Uh, what role did you as an advisor play throughout the contract negotiations and finalisations? Um, as an advisor, I was constantly changing my position on whether or not to sign the player to the club or not. Um, but in the end, I was like, all for, uh, uh, along the whole thing, I was like, yes. But I would sometimes I'd be like, oh, maybe no. And I'd be yes. But in the end, I was like, yes. So what are Tottenham's feelings about their new signing? I think that Tottenham and um, Richarlison are super happy um, with their new signing. I think that it's both um, mutual interest and I think that they are, um, yeah, discovering new skills and tactics together and they're going really well. So back to the studio now and that, that is some really interesting insight that we got from the advisors there. And let's just talk about by analysing analyzing one of the first things that they touched on and that was that was the kind of sense from them that this this really was a drawn out and quite long negotiation phase. Yeah, and I think it was, from what we got from that, was it was more of a one-sided interest initially. And I, and I think Richarlison had just come out of his old uh, transfer with, his, with, with the global club, took some time to, to focus on himself. But during that time, it, the club... Tottenham were really interested in him and I think from an outside view I didn't really realise how much interest Tottenham had in Richarlison and I think we've learned that today from uh, from our interview that we had with the advisors um, that Tottenham really were almost had been scouting for the exact player like uh, like Richarlison yeah I was going to say that and that, that's the exact that's the exact reason why why clubs have scouts you know the scouts are meant to find a player that that the club wants to bring in, and I think the the long term interest is t- is completely valid. If you ha- if you know that's the player that you want to bring in, 
then I don't think that there's anything against against having a long-term interest. In yeah, and just to touch on that as well is I think the club are really patient because now that I know how long this interest has been or, you know, how strong that interest was, to say that it's only been brought up maybe a month or two ago the tra- when the transfer was actually complete shows that the club were really patient and shows that they knew what they wanted. They, they did not care about looking for anyone else. They had their eyes on Richarlison and they were going to get him pen to paper. You said just before about the, the player taking some time for himself. And I just wanted to use that as a lead-in to actually the, the player's off-the-pitch off work. Because this yeah. is a player yeah. that puts in some off-the-pitch uh, off work like no other. Oh, and he puts in hours and hours and hours into the gym. And I've never seen that with any other player before. And to, to now say that he was he was letting himself grow for the last few months, and now he's still on this heavy grind and he's, and he's been committed to, to signing for Tottenham and it's going really well, shows just how committed he is to his, um, his career. Yeah, and I think sometimes that's something that we see is a player, when they're without a club, they they recognize that they that they may need something to to get them rec- recognized by some mm. club scouts yeah and as soon as they are scouted and hopefully brought in that's when that off the field work actually drops off quite a lot yeah and they yeah. settle into the transfer they get comfortable yeah but i think what richarlison's what richarlison's actually done here is you know he hasn't got comfortable at all he's kept kept working on the behind the fields behind the behind the scenes uh, work and that that'll pay dividends in this transfer and in the future and i was just about to say as you just touched on is that usually in this situation you'd see the gym work kind of start to plummet a little bit and the interest in the club start to really rise but i was only talking the other day to richarlison and he was telling me about how um tottenham were, were coming over to his home ground and I was like, so does that mean you're not going to the gym? Because I know that usually he would be going to a gym on maybe, I think it was a Monday afternoon. Usually that's, you know, chess day. Yeah. But he said to me, no, I'll just do something at home. I can't, I can't do anything in the gym. So I'll just, I'll just do it at home. And I, I thought that was really quite big and showing his character that even though he's just signed for a very big club, that is not stopping him from personally developing. And that's the thing. Clubs, they never incorporate the gym in, into the training sessions with the players it's always something that the players have to kind of figure out separately yeah the club yeah. has their own training sessions and you know philosophy that they want to that they want to um, implement implement onto this player but the gym is something that you've got to keep up off the field and yeah. Richarlison is definitely doing oh, that so far really, and oh, hats off to him hats off to him hats off for the, for the work he puts in we touched on before about how um, this is a, a long and drawn out transfer and we actually got in, in plain terms from the advisors how even in their privileged position, they, you know, sometimes they thought it was going to happen and then they thought it wasn't and then they thought it was and they kept kind of flip-flopping back and forth. But what was actually your first, um, your first thinking that this was this was a transfer that may actually possibly go through yeah well before i get to my own opinion 
I think part of the reason why it was so yes, no, yes, no was because Richarlison's committed to himself and sometimes maybe that came through in the early negotiations is like, oh, today I can't really, you know, continue with the negotiations. I have a three hour gym session, you know, maybe it came through. But from my personal opinion, initially I thought this was really nothing. I didn't think much of it. But I start. I started to see that the more that Chris Wood started t- talking to me about it, because for the listeners uh, listening, Chris Wood and Richardson are tight as they're you know almost in their own transfer, and Chris Wood would speak to me about this this uh, negotiations with that Richardson had with Tottenham, and that's when I kind of was like, oh okay, maybe something's happening here, and then further along the lines I started to see the actual negotiations happen like in person and I was like okay you know maybe this is going to happen I didn't know how long it was going to last but you know from what I've seen now it's going really well and I think from my perspective in the in the kind of two and a half months to three month ago period there were definite signs specifically at the at the Cavendish Road arena that this was something that was that was going to happen and you said you didn't know much about it at all before when it was in that kind of longer term negotiation phase. But as soon as the club and the player are kind of not not afraid of possibly giving the fans a bit of like an insight into yeah. what's happening, I think that's a lot of the time when you can kind of say, all right, this is looking like yeah, a here we go soon. Exactly. And I think that definitely happened at the Cavendish Road Arena uh, toward the back end uh, of the last of the last playing period before the international break. Yeah. You know what? What's funny about this transfer is there was honestly no searching from Tottenham. There was just, it was kind of a typical case of a player came to the club and it match made in heaven almost. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we see clubs constantly searching, but in this case, we, not at all. And the I scouting think, team didn't. Yeah. Did the next and I think maybe that's because the interest was from you know, such a long time ago, but that's all respect to Tottenham for that is they found their player a year ago and they've just, they've just stuck with it. I think actually, um, Nottingham Forest got involved in this as well and they kind of took on an advisory role. And I think they also used their experience with their signing of Jesse Lingard possibly in this sense as well. Yeah. I think that was really valuable to the club just just to get some insight on, look, how are we going to get the double line signed here? Yeah, so do you think that maybe the negotiations that were happening with Jesse Lingard in Nottingham Forest influenced the negotiations that happened with Richarlison and Tottenham? Well, I think that's definitely a possibility because they were happening so in tandem with each other. Like, we were looking at the these kind of two transfers and it was almost a race. You know, who was going to get there first? Who was going to get their, their yeah. player first? And I think because of how close Nottingham Forest and, and Tottenham are actually as clubs and how they do actually like to advise each other, I think you can definitely say that there was some overlap there. Yeah, well, and I think... I think that actually is, is a very good point because I think that is also partly why both negotiations went so well it was because Nottingham Forest and Tottenham are really really good like close close clubs not so much Jesse Lingard and Richarlison but Chris Wood I think was constantly in the ear of Richarlison helping helping him so both both clubs 
had each other to, to come to. And Richarlison had Chris Wood to, to constantly go to. So I think now that the transfer has gone through, I think it's definitely safe to say that it is a fan favourite. Just because of the, the size and the magnitude of the of the stakeholders involved, it's really become a fan favourite. Yeah, like you look at Richarlison's market value and you go Tottenham have just signed a top, top player. And almost because of the surprise of this transfer, there's a lot of media... or There was a lot of media attention, I'm not too sure about now. But I think that almost feels it. That almost helps it continue to go. And Definitely. And this is a really exciting transfer from my point of view to see how far they can take it and to see, you know, how much Richarlison is going to continue to improve himself and put in the work behind the scenes. And I also wonder if Tottenham will maybe hop on that that gym trend. You know, whether they'll they'll start incorporate to, it yeah, into their training how sessions. Much, how much it's a big big part of his game. So maybe they just run the gym sessions instead. You know what I mean? And on that that note, I think it is. I think it's fair that we finish up there. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks.